Welcome back to Daily Call with Jose de Haro from the New York Stock Exchange. At the time of this uh, taping, Asian markets were in the red. Nikkei was down around three-tenths of a percent. Kospi was operating uh, relatively flat, while the Australian stock market was down around one-tenth of a percent. While here in Wall Street, a morning sell-off was met with a slight uptick in buying interest on Monday afternoon, leaving the major averages with modest losses to start the new week on lower-than-average trading volume. The Dow finished uh, lower by two-tenths of a percent. Uh, while the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq performed slightly worse. Small caps were hit the heaviest, with the Russell 2000 closing lower by 7 tenths of a percent. Given the pace and scope of gains this year, and really since President Donald Trump's election on November 8th, a period in which the S&P 500 has gained over 11%, it should come as little surprise to see the stock market succumb to some profit-taking interest. There there were some news headlines over the weekend that may have contributed to the profit taking from that many pundits are describing as a market that it's overextended on a short-term basis. The most notable of these headlines was North Korea's most recent act of defiance in which Pyongyang launched four ballistic missiles into the siege of Japan, marking the third time since August that North Korea missiles have fallen in Japan's exclusive economic zone. Other notable news included allegations from President Donald Trump that former President Barack Obama ordered a wiretap of his Trump Tower offices prior to the presidential election and an announcement from Deutsche Bank that the company will raise $8.5 billion of capital through the issuance of a stock. These headlines, though, appeared to serve more as convenient excuses to do some selling than anything else considering the stock market did make a rebound effort for intraday, and uh, the volatility index increased less than 1%, hinting uh, at some limited hedging activity among today's participants. 10 of uh, 11 sectors finished uh, Monday uh, session in the red. The energy sector was the lone winner. The top spot of the leaderboard has been an elusive one for the energy sector, which remains in last place in the 2017 sector standings, standings with a year-to-date loss of 5.2%. Crude oil didn't aid uh, the energy sector uptick, uh, finishing Monday's session with a loss of two-tenths of a percent at $53.22 a barrel. The commodity was uh, pressured somewhat by a strengthening U.S. dollar, which was reflected in the three-tenths of a percent uptick for the U.S. dollar index. Uh, the top-weighted uh, technology sector was down around two-tenths of a percent and saw some slight outperformance versus the broader market, but still ended the day lower. The semiconductor stocks helped uh, keep uh, the sector losses in check as they rebounded from early losses uh, to help the PHLX semiconductor index eke out uh, a small gain for the session. The financial sector was uh, down six-tenths of a percent, like the stock markets retweet into the morning in the morning session but received a jump start in the afternoon to climb past the material sector which lost around seven tenths of a percent at the bottom of the leaderboard news uh, on the corporate front was limited but it is worth noting that airlines suffered after delta airlines cut its uh, first quarter guidance in light of more moderate than expected unit revenues uh, in february despite the airlines uh, losses the industrial sector 
uh, finish in line with the benchmark index. Losses in the remaining sectors, uh, consumer discretionary, healthcare, consumer staples, utilities, telecom service, and real estate were modest between two-tenths of a percent and four-tenths of a percent. U.S. Treasuries uh, finished uh, slightly lower as fixed income markets were still digesting last week's aggressive campaign by Fed officials to prepare markets for the possibility of a March 15 rate hike. The benchmark 10-year yield closed Monday one basis point higher at 2.49%. Monday's lone economic report was uh, January factory orders uh, that showed an increase of 1.2%. The December reading was left unrevised at 1.3%. Tomorrow's data will include a January trade balance at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time and January consumer credit at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And as always, we will keep you posted on this data here at Daily Call with Jose De Haro. Remember that you can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud and at weeklycallwithjosedeharo.com. Thank you very much for listening to us and have an amazing evening.